Welcome back, everybody, to Dynasty Dads. This is Gus. Today we have a, uh, a guest on that has been supposed to have been on uh, these past couple of weeks, but you know, shit happens. Uh, it's being a father, uh, hence the name. But um, this is Caleb, aka CeeLo Slice. Give him the floor. Oh, hey! <laughs> it's fun, Gus. How are you? Doing great. It's been a, it's been a little bit of a struggle to get you on, but. We, uh, yeah, yeah, figured yeah. It it's been a morning already. Um, yeah, I'm Caleb Celo Slice. Um, happy to be here. Um, guess you want to just jump right into it? Yeah, sure. Uh, so today we're doing a mock draft. We're only going to do three rounds of these rookies. Uh, this is before the NFL draft. This is before the pro days or anything like that. This is just post combine. So um, I uh, graciously gave him the 101 because everyone knows who his favorite player is of all time. So I'll let him take the floor. All right. Uh, 101. I got Bijan Robinson out of the great University of Texas. Um, there's really not. A whole lot to say about Bijan uh, that hasn't already been said. Everybody pretty much got him as a consensus 101, as they should. He's got the prototypical size. Um, not exactly a burner, but he's not slow either. Um, I grew up in Austin, diehard Longhorn fan. So I watch as many games as I can. And even before the hype with Bijan really took off, um, something that just always struck me with him was his excellent receiving skills, which is what I want in a back. He's going to give you more than just the ground and pound, three downs, if you're lucky. Um, but the athleticism with adjusting his body in the air, uh, he's got great hands. I mean, there's just not much that you can say about Bijan without feeling like you're beating a dead horse. Um, yeah, I um, I remember uh, it was before the draft last year. Uh, it was uh, while it was still in season. I mean, you had watched a game, and uh, you were talking about Bijan before even this past year's draft, and you were saying that he was probably going to be the top player coming into Dynasty, and this was two years ago at this point. So I know he's been on your radar for a while. Um, oh, yeah. I, a little bit biased, but... Um, Shocker. Shocker. Yeah. Um, the, just with the way that I draft, I I found out over the past few weeks with trying to be on to... Trying to be on to the pod. Um, I really hate ranking players. <laughs> I hate it. Um Every time I go into a startup or a rookie draft or whatever, I've got a good idea of who I like. Um, but most of it is just going with my gut. I don't really have a plan. Um, and Bijan has just always struck me as one of those guys just deep in my gut. I think he's going to be a stud. Um, For sure. How, I mean, far, how far down in the uh, third round are you going to take him? <laughs> Uh, no, um, he is the 101 if I have the 101 in uh, some leagues. I'm either trading out of it or I'm going to take Bijan. There's no question about that. Uh, 
the fact that you only have to spend one pick on him is uh, where I like the value. So if you just so happen to have the 101, um, then it, it's a good pick. If, you, if you're having to trade up to the 101, you are spending a lot to get up there. So I, I'm not I'm not ever trading up to the 101 to get Bijan just because of how much it's going to take. Um, I know I mean you have made a trade uh, already this offseason uh, to give you the 101, and it was something that we both felt uh, felt was fair. So uh, I would rather trade back if I'm not a contending team. I would much rather have you know the Hall of Players uh, or picks uh, for Bijan, uh, partially because He's a halfback, and partially because he's really, really valuable and he's never taken a snap yet. But with 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 that not not even really being an issue, he's going to be a great player, and uh, he's already uh, the 101 uh, as far as halfbacks in dynasty for a lo- lot of people. And uh, I totally get it. He's very talented. Um, there's some things I have on him. Um, he's 5'11", 215, so he's got the size. Uh, uh, he ran a four. 640. He's got the speed. Um, he can do everything at a high level. He has great contact balance, great vision, great hands. He just can do it all. I concur. <laughs> Shocker. All right, well, uh, I guess uh, I'll go ahead and go. Uh, 102. Um, see, the way that I like to play Dynasty is I like to swing for the fences. Um, yeah, Stroud and uh, here we go. <laughs> Stroud and Bryce Young might be the safer picks. That's that's not how I play. I'm going with Anthony Richardson. Uh 6'4, 224. Uh he's being uh, called uh, Cam Jackson, you know, because he got the size of Cam Newton and the athleticism athleticism as um uh, Lamar Jackson. He ran a four point four four forty. Uh, like I said, I like to swing big uh, for the fences. He's got all the tools uh, to be a top five QB in uh, Dynasty and in Fantasy. Uh, so I would much rather swing for uh, one of the top five QBs in the league as far as Fantasy versus getting you know uh, back in QB1 or a high-end QB2 at best. I don't see a top five ceiling for Bryce Young or Stroud. Uh, I definitely see it for Anthony Richardson if he can uh, go to a good team and uh, they can uh, uh, work on some of the kinks that he has. You know, there, there are some some issues with his accuracy and decision-making, but uh, those are all things that can be fixed. Uh, nobody is faster than him. He's got a huge arm, some things I like to build around as far as a QB. Okay. I mean, that's, that's fair. Um, you know, I've got, I've got Richardson at one Oh four. Um, he was somebody that I had my eyes on, uh, going into the season, just like Bijan, a lot of hype surrounding him. Um, I've got no problem with people taking him as high as one Oh two. Um, I still think Bijan needs to go 101, but, you know, all the talk and all the tape shows that he's got to work on his passing. Um, the physical tools are something that can't be taught, and he's got all the physical tools. Um, out of all the dynasties I've got, I mean, there's 
going to be at least one league where I'm going to swing for the fences and go with Anthony Richardson probably higher than I should. Um, you know, I just, I kept telling myself I wasn't going to buy into that hype <laughs> because he's a quarterback that can't throw. Um, but then that combine happened and I think, you know, kind of opened a lot of people's eyes. Um, but I think with him, you know, everybody's saying that he needs to sit for at least a year or two, which, yeah, obviously. Again, he's a quarterback that can't throw. But I think he also needs to go somewhere that has a track record of success with quarterbacks. I agree. Uh, which I would love to see what Frank Wright could do with somebody like him. But if he goes to Carolina, sits behind Andy fucking Dalton, his rookie season, um, they'll end up with a high first round pick, but that's just going to Chicago. So what are you going to do with this huge weapon on an offense that has no weapons? You know, he's, there's only going to be so much he can do before he just starts going out there and taking a beating kind of like Justin Fields with the bears didn't have much receiving talent around him and he ends up just getting beat up. Um, but, you know, kind of like you said, you've, you've, he's one of those guys that you've just got to take a chance on somewhere. Um, yeah. because if he goes to the Panthers at one Oh one, uh, I think he, he starts and I think that would make him the clear one Oh two. I don't know if there is a whole lot of, uh, other places that he could go and um, and start uh, year one. I do like the coach. I think it's a it's a good fit. Uh, they don't have a whole lot to put around him, so that is an issue. But uh, you aren't you you aren't drafting him because of who he has around him. You're drafting him because of what he can do by himself. Sure, but I mean, in that case. I would probably want to sit him for the majority of the year, at least just because you, then you're just putting the wear and tear on his body and a season that is obviously going to be lost. And with no high draft picks in the near future, um, they're going to have to rely on free agency. So I would want to maybe showcase his talent a little bit towards the end of the season and get him some of that uh, playing time experience. But, I don't want to put a full season's worth of wear and tear on his body if I don't have to. Um, That's fair. That's fair. But yeah, I've I've got no problem with somebody taking Anthony Richardson at uh, 102. And I'm sure I probably will somewhere. But um, yeah. Freak talent. (laughs) Yes, he is for sure. Um, At the 103. All right. At 103. Three. Um, Which safe QB are you taking, or are you going with a <laughs> with a uh, halfback, just like everyone thought you, you would? Yeah, yeah. Um, so at one hundred three, I've got CJ Stroud. Um, again, you know, I draft with my gut, and there's something in my gut that just scares me about Stroud. Um, I'm not really sure about young about Stroud. Oh, okay. Um, I'm not sure what it is, 
Um, but typically when a player strikes me the way that Stroud does and I listen to my gut, I usually have good success. Um, he's made some beautiful throws. He's got good enough size. Uh, he's another one of those guys that I really don't mind somebody taking as high as 102. But then you factor in his weapons that he's had the past two seasons. And he's had Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave and JSN and Marvin Harrison Jr. I mean, my fat ass could have succeeded in that office. I was just um, we could have been, you know, pretty good. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, and for somebody that's going to be a pocket passer like he is, if he goes number one to Carolina, I mean, who the hell is he going to throw to? Um, I, I just think that it's going to be a really, really brutal rookie season for him in that scenario. Um, and there will be people in your leagues willing to sell him off of a down rookie season. And that's whenever I would want to buy into CJ Stroud. I don't really want to take him with a high first. Uh, but if Bijan and Anthony Richardson are already off the board, then sure. You know, like, like you said, coming into the pick, it, it, it's safe. Um, yeah, it, it's just not one that really excites me. He, he's got all the tools to be a high-end prototypical QB. He's accurate. I love his ball placement. Uh, yeah. But then again, he's he's had, you know, studs at wide receiver every year. And when he goes to the Panthers, if he does, he's going to be thrown to Adam Thielen. That's going to be 33 years old this year. Uh, he's going to be thrown to Terrence Marshall Jr. Um, I don't think I don't think that gets anybody really excited for his weapons. Uh, I believe they signed Hayden Hurst um, as a tight end. So it, you don't have near the talent uh, at wide receiver. But I think <laughs> – if he goes to the Panthers, I, I do like their uh, their defense. I think they'll be in a lot of games. I think Shroud would be an upgrade to the QB play that, that they've had. Um, it's just how many games can they win in that division? I don't think it'll be very hard to win, you know, eight or nine games. Right. Uh, where do you have Shroud going in your rookie draft? I have him at four. So, I mean, uh, three, three, yeah. I had uh, Bijan, uh, AR-15, and then uh, Stroud. Okay. So uh, I'm up on the clock, and I guess I'll go with the other safe QB. Uh, let's go with Bryce Young. Load. There it goes. Uh, the thing that scares me is he's 5'10", 204. I don't think he really played at 204. I think he kind of got a little bit heavy for the uh, the combine, so it didn't scare shit at everyone. Uh he he's probably the most polished and pro ready QB coming in. Uh, he's probably the the safest pick at, at QB and will, will most likely be most people QB one. And I totally get it. It's just the the size scares me because he's not overly athletic. He's he's not going to be like Kyler and you know run out a whole lots. He's more of a pocket passer that can you know move around, but it's not his first option. Uh, this, it, I mean, the size is just a, a concern uh, in the NFL. Everyone's going to be twice his size in uh, in the uh, trenches. All the 
all the linebackers and D linemen, they're going to be, you know, six, you know, six, two, six, three, six, four, six, five, and two fifty ish. So it's just, it's just scary to see, uh, especially if he goes to the Houston Texans. I don't know how, how much protection he's going to have. Uh, they did just re, uh, resign or restructure uh, Laramie Tunsil. Uh, so he'll have a good left tackle, but the rest of his offensive line, I have questions about. Um, and then, you know, who is he going to throw to? They just traded away Cooks. Are they going to take a wide receiver at 12? And that's just if he goes to the Houston Texans. Um, he's he's probably, I mean, if, if he was 6'1", 6'2", I don't think anyone would be questioning that he's the QB1. It's just that height is going to scare people away, for sure. Right. Um I've actually got Bryce Young at uh, 102. Um, again, another safe pick. Uh, size is obviously the biggest question mark with him. But, you know, size has been scaring me off of certain guys over the past couple of years. It's why I didn't draft um, Devontae Smith anywhere. It's why I didn't draft Jamison Williams anywhere. But, it's pretty obvious the NFL is starting to go smaller, starting to value speed. QB is different, obviously, than wide receiver. You still want somebody who can see over their offensive line. But Bryce Young went to school in the SEC. And if there's anywhere that can prepare you for the size, speed, and just the general strength and physicality of the NFL is going to be in the SEC playing for Bama. Um, I agree. I agree. So I don't think that his height is going to be what he kind of struggles with. I think it's going to be more of his just small frame and being so slender. Uh, but he's, He's got the accuracy, and something that has always struck me with him is I think he's just a great decision maker. He doesn't throw a lot of interceptions, and, you know, you watch some of his games, and I remember watching some of them live, and I'm sitting in my recliner eating a bag of chips or something, and he goes to throw the ball, and I'm sitting there just kind of giggling to myself, going, you (laughs) fucking idiot. And it ends up being just like a bomb touchdown or he throws it into a tight window or um, he, he's got those. He's got those tools that Anthony Richardson does not have. You can play past your size, you know, he's been on the smaller end all his life. He knows how to use his size and how to, you know, not get hit so hard. But it does worry me. He he seems a little frail to me. But he he didn't miss a lot of work at Bama. So I've got him 102. Uh, he's already got the uh, accuracy, the decision-making, and he's mobile enough to avoid some big hits. So I'll take that safety net. If he goes to Houston, then I love it. They've got another high first-round pick they can use to pair up a great receiver with him. Maybe not great receiver because the receivers in this draft suck, but I would love to see them take Bryce Young 
with their first pick and then somebody like QJ with their second pick. Um, and then plus he's already got Mechie in Houston. They've already got history together. And Mechie was somebody that really started growing on me before he got drafted. So I would love to see if they could link back up and have some success again. Um, Fair enough. All right. Where are we at? You're up at a 105. 105. 105. I've got JSN, oh, Jackson, Smith, and Duke. Nah. Um, Fair enough. Motherfucker. You know, I, I love this dude. You know, they... All the analysts and the dynasty community—they—they're always talking about how he played with Wilson Olave and Marvin Harrison Jr., who next season is supposed to be the Bijan of the draft. He's supposed to be that generational talent. Um, and JSN was always outperforming them when they were on the field together. Um, I want all the shares of that that I can get. Um, I agree. Somewhere like 112 to the Texans, and he gets paired up with his future long-term quarterback from day one where they can grow together. If that situation plays out, then I am all in on JSN. That's fair. Uh, he came in at 6'1", 196. Uh, what, what stood out to a, a lot of people was his uh, three-cone and his 20-yard shuffle, uh, shuffle, uh, shuttle. Uh, his quickness is elite, um, and you can see that on tape. Uh, you can see that in his route running, um, uh, the way he moves after he makes the catch, it just looks so smooth. Um, yeah. I think for a lot of people now, after the combine, he's easily the wide receiver one. Uh, I mean, he was dominating as a sophomore while you know Olave and, and Wilson were still there. Um, on the roster, he had 95 receptions for 1,600 yards and nine touchdowns while being the third wide receiver. Um, yeah, just from a production standpoint and uh, what shows up on, on film, he's he's the wide receiver one, and then it's a tear break uh, for me. I agree with that. All right, uh, I guess I'm up next, and uh, that sucks. I was hoping to take Jason. But uh, I'm I'm gonna go with uh, the fourth QB, and this is a su- a super flex mock, uh, super flex mock. So uh, I'll take QBs. Um, I'm gonna go with Will Levis, uh, right. 6'4", 229. He's a cannon of an arm. He lives for the deep ball. Um, he he needs he needs some fine tuning in um, his accuracy and his Decision making for sure. Um, I mean, when I watch him throw the ball, I see Josh Allen 2.0. <laughs> but I know that a lot of big, strong guys that have some uh, upside in the rushing game are going to be compared to, to Josh Allen. But uh, that's just who I see. I know it's kind of the uh, the uh, easy comp. Um, but like we are playing in a super flex uh, league, uh, pretty much every, every league is now at this point. So I'm going to take the other QB that's going to go in the top 10. Yeah, I don't, I don't care super flex or not. Uh, that's, that's a disgusting pick. Um, <laughs> I've got Will Levis at 109. And 
literally the only bullet point I have on my document is, I guess, I, I'm not excited about him. Um, I get it. I, I don't know what it is with him. He, I agree. He's obviously got a cannon for an arm, but I don't know. I just, I don't like him. I'll take him if I'm at, you know, the mid to late back end of the first and he's there and some of these other guys aren't, I guess. If he you know? goes in in the top 10 in the NFL draft, he's he's going to get a, a lot of hype and a, a lot of buzz. He, he'll be a starting QB. Um, so I feel like you have to take the shot on him uh, the, this early. Uh, I don't think you're ever going to see him actually fall to the 109 at 110. But no, I, I don't think so either. But um, yeah, if if he's going in the top 10, then he's probably going to a QB needy team. And toss him in day one. He's not somebody like Anthony Richardson who needs to sit. Um, he knows how to throw the ball. I just, I'm not excited. I understand. Well, you're up next then. 107, who are you taking? 107, I've got um, Jameer Gibbs. Um, I'm surprised I have him this low. Uh, He was pretty solidly solidly 102 for me at the end of the season. Uh, Richardson is really the only one that I've got ranked higher who's actually done something in that span of time to justify the massive change. Uh, Gibbs hasn't really done anything to justify the drop. But I just think that after the testing, we're seeing who he really is, which is a nice running back. But I just have a hard time seeing him be a stud at the next level. I think he'll be one of those committee guys who will be getting a 50-50 split at best. Um, He's a nice running back. I'm just... there. The hype's building for other guys, and I would rather have those guys. That's fair. Uh, one thing that that really got to me was he was sub 200 pounds. He was 199. I, can, I know that's not a lot. Um, 5'9", 199. Uh, ran a 4'3'6", so he's got the, the speed that we all saw on tape. Um, uh, I did a, like, a little digging, and uh, this past year there was not one halfback in the top 40 that was under 200 pounds as far as fantasy. And I know there was a lot, a lot of guys on that line. They were like 200 or 201. There was never anyone below 200. I know that's not going to, not going to really hold up. I'm sure he will be a top 40 halfback, but I don't like the, the smaller guys. And that puts me in a lot of conflict with guys that are, that, that are going uh, like there's another guy that that I've got ranked, um, and and I don't know exactly where to rank him. Uh, he's 188. We all know who we're talking about, but uh, the the guys that are super athletic and they have the speed and everything, but they're tiny. It's just really really hard to really invest in them uh, as if they're ever gonna have a huge role on an NFL team. Um, I mean, he's got the home run speed. He's a nightmare in the open field. Uh, he's, he's a great pass catcher. Um, I think where he goes in the NFL draft is going to be huge for him. Uh, you know, if he, he goes to a team that's already got a, 
a uh, thick uh, guy at the front of the line. I don't think he'll see a whole lot of work except on third downs. I mean, if he goes somewhere like I don't know, the Bills, and they're just not sold on Cook. He's a better cook um, for sure. But I don't, I don't see a whole lot of places where he can go and have a large share of the touches in the backfield. Yeah, yeah, I, I kind of agree with that. Um, but some, some team is going to fall in love with that sub four four speed, um, and they're going to have to probably use a second round pick on him. So he'll have the draft capital, and in those situations. They're going to use the guys, um, even if it's just coming in at, at, on a third down roll, which that's kind of what I see Gibbs as right now. Uh, maybe he em- evolves into something more than that, but I just don't see him currently doing more than having a role as a third down back. Fair enough. Right, I guess we can move on to my pick at eight. I'm gonna take my wide receiver two in so where, where did you have uh where did you have Gibbs going? Uh, I have Gibbs ranked nine. So not too okay. far far back from here. I would rather have the wide receivers um like uh Johnson and uh Addison over him to okay. be honest. Uh just because I, I think they can actually have a, a solid role. Uh so I'm gonna take my wide receiver two in Quentin Johnson. Johnston. Uh, let's see. I have, yeah, I have him ranked as my seventh uh, player behind uh, Will Levis uh, in six three two oh eight. He can jump out of the stadium, and he had a forty and a half inch bird. Um, I mean, he's big, fast. He can catch the ball well. Uh, he has raw tools for me. He's sneaky quick after the catch for his size. Um, you would just see it over and over again. He would make a catch and make the, the first one, two guys miss. And you're just like, how is this tall guy? He was, he was, he was listed at 6'4". But I think the fact that he came in at 6'3", kind of made more sense that, um, you know, for, for his build and all the all the things that he could do after the catch. Um, I see <laughs> I see a more athletic uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, he's big. Uh, he can make all the crazy catches. I just think he can do more after the catch. And uh, I think uh, he'll be – I mean, if he goes to, like, the Baltimore Ravens, I think, I think I'll kind of be upset, especially if they have Lamar and they don't pass that much. But if he can go somewhere and be the one, I think he'll be uh, very productive. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and, you know, it's funny you bring up uh... – him going to the Ravens, possibly that's, you know, Rashad Bateman was building up hype through the combine. And as yeah. soon as he went to the Ravens, I was out. <laughs> uh, but I've got, I've got QJ at one Oh six. Okay. Uh, he's just a physical specimen. And that's how I like my receivers. <laughs> um, I, I don't like those small, skinny, frail looking, Devonte Smith and Jamison William types. They scare me. Um, the concern with QJ that everybody keeps bringing up is that he doesn't use his size to high point the balls. Yep, yep. And I get it, I guess. I mean, there were definitely some catches out there on tape 
where he was doing just that, but that can be taught. Frequency. You can't. You can't teach. You can't teach that ne- that size and the negative body fat. You know, I want that DK Metcalf build. You can teach everything else. So I'm yeah. big on QJ. I've tried to talk myself out of him, but 106, I think, is a good spot for him. You know, maybe a couple picks after that, but I still think he's got to be a mid first. For sure, he will go in in the first round. And, um, if he goes mid first, then he'll go to a team that's at least halfway uh, competitive. I think uh, he'll have a lot of success and opportunity with a team going mid to late uh, first in the NFL draft, not going uh, uh, at the top of the draft. I think he'll, he'll go between like the fifteen to twenty five range, uh, which yeah. that that'll put him with a pretty good team. All right, so you're up at the 109. Um, let's see who I've got left. Um, my original 109, I had Will Levis going. So next, I would take uh, Jordan Addison, wide receiver out of USC. Um, After you, he's somebody else that... about not liking small receivers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, but um, you know it's. As the NFL evolves, you've got to evolve too. And NFL's going smaller. So I like Jordan Addison. He succeeded at two different programs. I think that he can be a team's number one option. Maybe not from day one, but I think that it's a role that he can grow into. Um, I, I think he's got, he just looks crisp on tape. Um, he looks like somebody who knows what he's doing out there. Uh, He's he may not be the sexiest pick, but I guess to me, I view him as kind of, you know, we kept talking about safe with the quarterbacks. I think he's a safe receiver to take. He's not going to have the hype of a JSN or a QJ or some of these other guys that we'll get to, but he's safe and I'm okay with taking him as a third receiver off the board. Um, I think. I think he definitely finds success at the next level. I agree. I mean, he, he came in at 5'11", 173, and ran a 4'4", 940. I don't really care that he's he's small. I don't care that he's not fast and athletic. He wins with his route running, his ball skills, and he can create a lot of separation. Uh, I think he'll be a very productive slot wide receiver. I don't think he'll I don't think he'll be the the alpha on a team, but I think he'll be like the Devonte Smith compliment to like an aj brown um i i like him um i I just don't think he's got the upside of a jason or a qj sure uh he's he i view him as one of those guys that has high floor low ceiling he's just i think that he's going to be safe fair enough fair enough all right i'm on the clock at 110 and I get my 10th ranked player. Uh, I'm going to go another wide receiver here. Uh, I'm going to go Zay Flowers. Um, he came in at 5'9", 182, ran a 4'4", Um He broke out as a sophomore. I love his quickness and his route running and ball skills. I would not be surprised if he ends up being the most productive wide receiver from this class. 
And I, I say that as my wide receiver four. I, I just love what he put on tape. Uh, when I was watching, I was like, okay, um, I know there's other comps out there that make sense. You got Antonio Brown, but what spoke to me was he looked like Tyreek Hill, but not with the speed. It's just the way that he he gets open so easily, the separation, and the fact that he he has the deep ball skills uh, with that size. And after the catch, he's just a nightmare to bring down. He always makes the first man miss. And his quickness after he makes that catch is what really uh, sold me on the comp for Tyreek Hill. You see him make a catch and he just makes the first guy miss that was that was right there next to him it's just crazy to watch i think he's got a shot to be the best wide receiver from this class at least the most productive um it it's a long shot but i think he's got all the tools to do it uh he is smaller but i'm, I'm not really concerned he's 182 he he's thick uh it's funny uh, uh before the combine he was being listed at like 170 and there was a uh, a, a before picture going around of him being smaller. And then once he got to the combine, uh, you saw the extra weight that he put on. He looks really, really thick uh, now. Um, so yeah. I like him as my wide receiver four. Uh, I, I might even take him at wide receiver three behind QJ. Um, but I think four is um, pretty high for him right now at the – 10 spot. Where did you have him at? Um, I actually had him at 11. Uh, okay. There is there is another receiver I like ahead of him. Um, he's one of those guys that I feel like has just been building uh, a good amount of hype since that picture that you were referencing. Um, he, he looks thick. He looks like he should be playing in the NFL. Um, I, I like him. He's just somebody that I'm not quite buying into all the hype yet with um right before him i've got josh downs i've got him at my 110 um so i guess i would go with him at 111 here fair enough if you would like to move on or if you want yeah that's fine okay um you said josh downs yeah josh downs out of north carolina um he's another one of those guys that i just feel down in my gut I don't think he'll be somebody's alpha, but I think he's going to be one of those guys that can be, I don't know. I don't even know a good comp for him, but, uh, you know, somebody's number two, who's going to pop off every now and then. Um, If he goes somewhere with just half decent quarterback, that can get the ball just in his vicinity to where he can go use his elite athleticism um, I, I think that he's going to be a human highlight reel. Um, or if he goes to the Chiefs, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, uh, I like the last one. But I, I kind of view those two guys with uh, Zay Flowers and Josh Downs. I, I kind of view them interchangeable as far as where they should go in your rookie drafts. Um, if I missed out on Zay Flowers, I'd be happy with uh, Downs. Okay. Um I like both those guys. Uh, I'm just a little bit higher on downs. I get it. Um, uh, some things on him. He's he's a little bit smaller than Zay Flowers. He came in at uh, 171. Just a tad bit quicker with a 4440. 
Uh, one thing that really stood out to me when I was watching tape is ball skills, ball skills, ball skills. He plays like he's 6'3". He will go over a corner. He will go over a safety and just make catch after catch. It 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 really didn't make sense for his size. He was so small. He, he's got the hops, and he makes more contested catches than anybody his size. Like you, you would think like a QJ would have um, the um, the – ball skills that, that he would as uh, someone that was taller. But I, I like I like Downs' um, ball skills better than QJ, and he's what, like four inches, actually five inches shorter. Um, yeah, I mean, you, you watch the tape on Downs, and he views that as his fucking ball, and he's going to go out yeah, and he's going to yeah. come down with it. And that's what – I think that's what people get f- so frustrated with QJ about is – He's got that monster size, and and he doesn't play like it. He's a puppy dog out there. But Josh Downs, he wants that ball. He's not going to let somebody else come down with it. And, you know, you can't really teach that mentality. He's He's already got that going for him. He's a little bit smaller than what I would like, but he plays well above his size. I agree. Uh, funny one thing I had on him. Uh, th- there are no comps for him, but uh, there's there's a mix of players that uh, I was interesting. Um, if Rondell Moore played like Hopkins, <laughs> that's that's my comp. If he was th- that size, but played like uh, uh, D Hop. Okay, I guess. <laughs> it's just the the size and how he. Played the ball. He plays the ball like Hopkins, but he's the size of more. The fact that they're on the same team it just made me go there for some reason. For now. All right, so let's go ahead and end out this first round. It's my pick. I'm gonna get my 11th ranked player. And uh, shocker, I'm gonna take a halfback. Take oh. uh, Charbonnet. Uh, came in at six foot two four uh, two fourteen, so he's got the size. He he was kind of slower with a, uh, with a four five three forty, but I'm not really concerned. He's he's got the size. I mean that's not that much slower than Bijan. Um, he's got okay hands. I'd say better than decent. Uh, he, I see a lot of James Conner in, in him and the way he plays and the way he runs. Uh, he's not overly athletic, but he runs hard and he's got good vision. Um, he can make. People miss, but it's not. I don't think it's his first go-to a lot. Uh, he could be a three-down guy for a team if he's given the opportunity. And if I can get a halfback that has three-down potential, the back half of the first, I think I'm gonna take it. Okay, yeah, I'm. I'm not mad at it. Um, um, I'm not mad at Charbonnet to round out the uh, first round uh he's somebody that i was more excited about last season it was disappointing that he decided to return to school uh for one it puts another year on him and the running backs don't last as long as you know the receivers and quarterbacks and ends and everybody else in the nfl so why do you take them in the first and second round of uh do what why do you take halfbacks uh, so high in uh, startups? Then, if you just admitted they don't last very long, 
Well, they don't last very long, but everybody has to start at least two, right? At least in the leagues that we're in. Um, And there aren't very many elite options out there. There's not a lot of teams that aren't doing a running back by committee anymore. I want those young stud guys that already have a good defined role. You know what they are. Barring injury, you know, you're going to have elite options at the position when everybody else decided to pass. And everybody has to start at least two. That's why I love running backs so much. Um, I hoard them. I want all of them because I want somebody else what about who they're going to start for the week. Um, I like Charbonnet, as I said, um, just I'm not as crazy about him. Uh, you have him ranked it. Uh, we've uh, reached the end of my preparation. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, Fair enough. I, I've been I've been going off the cuff here for the last few picks. Um, Fair but I would probably have a Charbonnet as you know an early second. Um, so it, it's not that far off from where you've got him. Um. Are there any halfbacks that you have ranked higher? Let me see here. Um, I like Sean Tucker better. Oh. Um, okay, okay. Well, we'll we'll save that for the for the next video when we do round two. Uh, we're already yeah. at forty five minutes here, so. Not All right. Well, uh, I think I think that'll about do it. Uh, that was our first round. I did not expect it to go this long, but uh, I think we got a lot of good out of it. Uh, next week we'll do round two. Uh, and there's a lot of guys in that round that I really like. I think that are values. Um, but uh, yeah, I think that's that's about it. Do you got anything else? No, no. That was that was fun. All right. Well, hopefully you'll make it on for next week. Yeah, yeah. Definitely plan on it. Uh, I'll try to be a little bit more prepared this time. Um. Thanks for having me on, Gus. This is a uh, beautiful place you've got here. Um, Look forward to doing it again. All right, man. I'll see you next week. Okay, bye.